Welcome to In the Green Room. I'm Kinga. And I'm Chat. And this is Martin. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have a friend of the show, Richard Betts, uh, in the house. Hello. Fellow Hello, wine Betts. enthusiast. And fellow yeah. wine enthusiast. And Richard, please introduce us, this amazing guest that you have uh, introduced us to. This is the grand dame of food and wine writing here in Phoenix, and Arizona, actually. Christina. The one and only Christina Barouetta. Cheers to Christina. Cheers. <laughs> Christina. Finally, I'm I like so that star. Thank yes. you. And, this and I actually have a funny oh. color. Look, look at this. <laughs> that we're drinking and you're not. I have a funny story for why we got started late. Yes. So, as everybody knows, I'm very dedicated to like no days off from working out. And mm -hmm. so, once I realized we were drinking on the show today, I was like, well, I need to drop my car off. Can't drive. I'm going to have to Uber. And so I went to drop my car off, and the first Uber I ordered, it said it was 16 minutes away. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. I can run two miles in 12 minutes, and then, <laughs> and then I can uh, rinse off really fast, and I'll be ready by the time ready the Uber gets back. And so the Uber called me after, like, nine minutes when I was, like, about a mile out, and he's like, like, I'm about to pick you up, but it shows you're like at the top of the mountain oh, right no. now. I was, like, I was like, oh yeah, don't worry, I'll be there. I'll be there. And then he just hung up and canceled on me. Oh, so then I had to order another whole Uber. That's funny. Um, but long story oh. short, I got my run in, I got my workout in, um, and I ran really far, really fast. So <laughs> I earned this one. You earned this one. Yeah. yeah. All right, and so, this, so my you, apologies that you we got tell started them, late. Christina, what is, is we're drinking? This is not a wine. It's not a beer. It's kind of a hybrid, isn't yes, it? Yes, it's a collaboration with AZ Wilderness okay. and um, grapes grown in Cottonwood, I believe. Mm -hmm. Okay, but uh, first Vila we Verde. need to hear who you are. Yep. You're, the, you're the famous Oh, wait, she's mid-description. Let her finish okay. the description okay. first. Um, and I have to thank uh, Jim Cunningham of, mm. I of think our, you all know him, of Merkin, yeah, who introduced me to this. So he's it's amazing. a collaboration with AZ Wilderness. It's a sour-fruited ale, and the grapes used are Tanat and Cabernet. And wow. I think it's delicious. It's, what, I love what do you think? It's really good. I think it's, it's a good starter for this. Yeah, it's very tart. This is beer and wine. Right, right. Both fermented and combined. Interesting. And sours are either, I think most people have a love-hate. Either hate yeah, them or well, love them. Sour, There's not you know? a lot of middle people but, when it but comes the to sours. Sours usually have some kind of fruit in them, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. But once yeah. again, if you're trying to, you know, have a girlish figure, <laughs> less sugar is better. Right. And this right. does not have a lot of sugar. Right. So no, it doesn't. That's, and it's so a good palate opener. Dry, like a dry mm -hmm. wine. Yeah, palate opener because it has a, it's, you know, it's slightly fizzy. Yeah. It, I think they call it Villa Verde Rosé. I love it. I love it. So thanks, Jim. Thank you, Jim Cunningham and Merkin. So. Well, um, my main aim is to kind of support the industry here. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people, you know, I would have nothing to write if we didn't have amazing, you know, chefs, restaurateurs, mm -hmm. uh, farmers, ranchers, winemakers, distillers. I mean, you name it. I think a lot of people don't realize how much we have here in Arizona. So when I first moved here in 2008. From, I, from where? Boston. Boston, okay. Yeah, I lived in downtown Boston before I moved here. So that's definitely a very different food scene. Than yes, here. much more walkable. Yeah, I, much yeah. more walkable. I miss yeah. being able yeah, to walk. Yeah. We could walk to Chinatown, mm. to the North End, which is our little Italy. But Oh, yeah. Um, the Freedom Trail, my, my wife yes. and I were yes. just yeah. in Vancouver. It's the same thing. You can walk in so many different Chinatowns just a little ways away. The sea is just a little ways right. away. It's amazing exactly. the difference of in it, to be in a walkable town where mm -hmm. you can hit 20 restaurants in a mile where in Arizona that's 
And I think that's why, especially when I first moved here, that it seemed like there were so many chains because you can't just that's walk right. by a restaurant and that's check it right. out. Right. You know, and most mm -hmm. people, if they're going to pile the kids in the car or get in the car, they want to go to someplace familiar. Mm -hmm. But I think it's and preferably changing. with chicken nuggets. Yes, right. You know, something that they know. Yeah. But I think well, there the are years. so many great local restaurants. I just ate at um, Beckett's Table. In fact, I did a yep. post today. Shout out to mm -hmm. Justin Beckett yes. and actually the whole team over there. Yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the best restaurants in Arizona. It's one of my favorites. They're in yes. the cookbook, actually. Oh, are they? Yes. Cookbook right here. Yeah. Here we go. Phoenix. What's it called? Um, Phoenix Cooks. I actually Phoenix think Cooks. Arizona's fine dining flies under the radar, mm -hmm. but we're so lucky about it because. Yes. A lot of other well, cities that have this fine restaurants, you have to wait for like a week or two to get into right. the spots. And some of them here too now. Yeah, but yeah. here, here me, it's still way it. more accessible yeah, yeah. than like right. comparing right. to like LA or well, New York I've or the been other here really big metropolis. Almost 30 years. I've been here since 94 and the evolution culturally is, has been just stunning. Mm -hmm. I mean, really dramatic and it's quite dynamic. Uh, and that includes restaurants and the wine scene. And you've been here since 2008. Yep. And mm -hmm. even since then, yep. we've seen, seen tremendous huge growth oh, yeah. here. Huge so now we're getting more uh, international recognition, too, national and international. And, and I think I'm hoping only Arizona. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. No interrupt you, but I hope only Arizonans hear this part of the show so there's not more people flooding. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we want to be able to get into our restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's an old bumper sticker. Welcome to Arizona, now go home. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, uh, Richard, you're the wine expert. Uh, how do you make a sour wine? I have no idea. Yeah, what? Oh, I thought you would know. I, I, this, okay. is, this, is, this is a beer. Mm -hmm. And a wine combined. Okay. 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 So you 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 know you make this with hops and everything. You you ferment a beer and then you ferment the wine separately. I assume, mm -hmm. and 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 mix and mix them together. So I don't you know. Do know. I don't know much about. It. Well, that's <laughs> that's the basics. But true intelligence is admitting when you aren't sure about something. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's the right. basics. Oh, that is right. You Thank know. you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time I've known about sours, and I know that sours are usually fruited, so they'll have some kind of fruit in them as well as. The, is the hops and barley like Helton has a great boysenberry sour. Yeah, that those I are love. great. Yeah. I've See, never so been we're giving, So we're giving honest reviews. I think it tastes very good. Like on, like the first few sips are good, mm -hmm. but I don't think it has a very high drinkability to it. Like I wouldn't. Is it your first sour too? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Like I wouldn't yeah. pour a second glass of this. Right. Like, but I'm well, glad I tried it at the same yeah, time. But if you had this with food, that might change mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. experience for sure. What do you think it would go well with this? Fish and chips. <laughs> oh, actually, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I, that would I, be I, really I good. I actually think like a, a teriyaki salmon or sure. a teriyaki mm -hmm. sesame yeah, yeah. salmon that's a little bit sweet to counteract the Absolutely. sour would be really good with You're this. Right. I would, You're I would taste uh, scallops and bok choy with this and a little bit of garlic. Okay. Well, I would go. have that with anything. <laughs> I like yeah, yeah. I think anything you would squeeze a little lemon over, yeah. I think it would be. I said that for really Chet, because <laughs> when I say something totally off the cuff, it's bizarre. And he, I get a rise he out of Chet. Eyes and... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cheers. So excited to have you here, Christina. So, Christina, how did you get so lucky to get into this business? I mean, for you to be you know, everywhere, ubiquitous, tasting wine, and, and enjoying all these beautiful restaurants, and people are inviting you here and there. You're, you're a big wig. Well, how did this happen? You know, uh, the timing, I just was so fortunate because when I moved here, mm -hmm. the first, I think it was a month, I had read in the paper about a locavore dinner at James Porter's restaurant. Oh. If anybody remembers Topino. Yes. Back then. yes. Yes. So yes. where he would have winemakers yes. and, and ranchers. I, I 
you know, people in the yep. industry and they would sit at your table so you would get to know them and the whole menu would be locally sourced. And my husband's son's business partner at the time, they were selling wine in Arizona, wine country. Mm -hmm. And they had started a pamphlet, mm. but they were expanding it to a brochure, I mean, to a magazine. And they had read some of the things I'd written back in Boston, like on food boards and that sure. kind of thing. So they said, hey, do you want to do the restaurant part? So, How I mean, funny. you can't get more to ah, fall into something like that. So wonderful. Ronnie and Josh yeah. Moffitt really mm -hmm. kind of gave well, me my kickstart. Any exciting. experience or, or any kind of this kind of experience back in Boston? I had written for like a digital online okay. magazine, but um, this was back in the 90s. Yeah. So it was yeah. mainly a nerdy food board okay. called Chowhounds that we prided ourselves on being nerds and seeking out, yeah. you know, cool. the, the less than mainstream yeah. things and, you know, doing the same thing I'm doing now, supporting bartenders and restaurants. Yes. And, and how do you stay so skinny? Because oh all goodness. that eating and drinking and I think I've gained 30 great. pounds. Since <laughs> out here. And I'm not exaggerating. No, you look amazing. <laughs> As I drink more. But this, this is interesting, Christina, because this is something you have a passion for personally. But in addition, your your passion is sharing this information right. with the greater public. Well, and that's what's which is funny. so important. It's so important. It's such an important role. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, I, we really look up to you. I, mm -hmm. I'm a foodie. I love food. I love wine. And, and we have a lot of it. Yes. <laughs> and what you're doing okay. is so amazing. I want to ask you a question just off the hip answer. <laughs> what would uh, be like your top three favorite Arizona wineries, like winemakers? Oh, I love that. Um, well, I brought one, Cove Mesa. Top okay. three, Cove it's Mesa. tough. It is tough. I haven't tried a lot of this year's vintages of other wines. Um, well, Sam Pillsbury is one of my favorites. Yes, and you had Sam on last yes. week. I almost we brought him. Sam's. Um, I, I was have, trying to I have let her give a non-biased answer, though. Plug, plug, Sam Pillsbury. It's, yeah. it's really nice. Um, I can't pick three. I'm going to say three that I've recently had, Caligan. You know, obviously, okay. a lot of us know him as. I guess I'm saying that the, the three era. you would recommend our listeners try, like where you're like, okay, this oh, person boy. has just yeah, a great reputation. You're on death row. Okay, and most you get your accessible, last meal. so they're easy to find at a grocery store. <laughs> there store. we go. Perfect. Okay, okay, there you go. Most accessible. Um, Caligan. Okay. Oh man. Um, but also quality, Ru not just rune wine. Yeah, I, I really love the rune wines. Also. Yes. Rune. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. And those are down south. So that's and Cove Mesa. Well, Cove Mesa. I don't know if you can. By outside a tasting room yet? In St. Pillsbury. Yep, I love Pillsbury. I love Dos Cabezas. <laughs> Those are available. I Dos love Cabezas Four Tales yeah. um, Vineyard. I We've love Merkin on the show. The before. point is, yeah, I love Caduceus and Merkin. I, I have. Ones. I love their canned mm -hmm. stuff too. Have you tried any of their cans? Yes, it's yes. delicious. Yeah, their mead. It's crazy delicious. They posted this at the restaurant. Yeah, a few times it was. Good. I love their mead. I love their um, sparkling. They have a red sparkling red that's mm -hmm. really. Delicious. Wonderful, wonderful. I mean, there's just so many. And then up north, you know, Page Springs, AC Stronghold. I like LDV. I love Carlson Creek. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Carlson Creek. We, we have Carlson a lot. Yeah. Um, Vino Stash is one of the Vino newer Stash ones. Vino Stash is I really one like. of my favorite of the newer ones. Mm -hmm. What about Chateau? Oh, and Los Millich. Oh, I love yeah. Chateau Tumbleweed. We love Chateau Tumbleweed. Yeah. Chip Hendricks. Yeah. He's been on the show before. We're going to have to make like an official list of all these so people can click on them. 
and then they can, you know, explore a little bit. Actually, that's a really good idea because there yes. are so many exceptional wines, and I would say probably really just within the last 10 or 15 years, mm-hmm. this has just come really, out of yeah. literally mm-hmm. nowhere. I mean, well, 20 years ago, we didn't even have a wine Well, you know, industry. I think people were still experimenting, and I've talked with mm-hmm. um, people, you know, at actually Justin Beckett, mm-hmm. um, Psalms there, and and I agree with them where every year Arizona takes a big leap. Mm-hmm. Because we're still in the ex- experimental stage, mm-hmm. so every year they people share their knowledge of what works and what doesn't. Right. You know, in the beginning mm-hmm. it was let's plant the same grapes as California, and which doesn't work here mm-hmm. because we're more Mediterranean, even terrain. Spanish, well, Spanish, mm-hmm. Italian well, varietals. Yes, but Gordon, Doctor Dud, Gordon, you know Dud, mm-hmm. who was the soil scientist who really started. The, yeah, I almost the, brought the, a the bottle industry. of uh, Sonoida Vineyards. You know, when he started planting. Vineyards um, in Sonoida in the in the mid seventies. He had spent a lot of time in France mm-hmm. too, so he was mm-hmm. interested in. Mm-hmm. Of course, the California varieties are the French varieties, right? Right. Yeah. But he, mm-hmm. he, yeah, he thought the soil was similar to yeah. regions in Bordeaux. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. The terroir, and he's yeah. considered the grandfather of yeah. Arizona oh, wine. Po- yeah, our yeah. modern oh, the day. He's the one. And repeat his name yeah. again. Doctor Gordon Dutt. He was a soil scientist. Soil scientist. And he just passed away last year. He did last year, yeah. Yeah. um, R.I.P. He was the the guy. Yeah, but I was able for my wine book to to, um, go over to his house one day and spend an afternoon interviewing him. So to hear his stories, uh, I could have listened to him all day. And now his granddaughter continues the winemaking legacy. So she makes all the wine at really? Sonoida cool. Vineyards. We'll, Sonoida have, to, was we'll the have to get her on with you. Yeah, <laughs> she's great. Sonoida yeah, was the that. first vineyard to be, you know. Um, How old is she? I don't know. Granddaughter, she, is she in her 20s? No, 30s, I think. Probably. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm really excited to try this Cove Mesa. Okay, now, so you said it's one time. of your favorites yes. in the state. Yeah. Um, so let's get your little breakdown on this bottle. Um, so this is Pickpool Blanc. And it actually means lip stinger. It's a grape. It's a type of grape. I knew that, but I don't think Chet knew that. Oh, I know that because yeah. my friend Lynn O'Keefe loves Pitbull. Yeah. That's how I know what it is. Yeah. Let's pass that over to you. And we were talking earlier, Richard and I, how how you we're starting to see more and more Pitbull. Oh, I love it. So light. And this is a grape from, I think it's a from southern grape, France. Um, Arizona wine. I love it's very it. popular in France. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Um, picture of the bottles. And they yeah, actually have fantastic. two... Um, one's from Rumline, and I think the other one's from, oh, I think it's, um, Yavapai. Oh, okay. But, um, they have two, and I love both. They're different. Mm -hmm. Actually, Cove Mesa, you know, I have so much wine at home, because I write about wine all over the country, and I get a lot sent, but Cove Mesa is the only one I'm a member of. Mm -hmm. Really? Interesting. So oh, I good. love hearing the description so good. and the adjectives. I'm really all into it. I know. So what do you taste in that? So I want to hear from you first. <laughs> I, I'm, I, or should I say? I have to. Should I say what I taste? Yes. Okay. Okay. Let me see what I taste. Okay. 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 I taste vanilla. Little rinse first. I taste citrus. Martin. A lot of citrus. A lot of citrus. Citrus. A lot of grapefruit. More of the sour grapefruit, ci- definitely more of the grapefruit. Sour citrus. Yeah. Um, Although that could have been the stuff before. <laughs> but the whole thing about vanilla citrus. The whole thing grapefruit. about Pickpool is 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 the, the white flower. They called a lip stinger totally. because of the acidity. Mm-hmm. It's a high acid wine. I love it. Which is why they use it a lot for blending in France. You know. Interesting. Uh, and uh, it's great with food, of course. 
anything that's what does it say on the bottle is there a description on the bottle well let's be. keep giving our description okay. <laughs> then, before we reveal yeah that's right. <laughs> we don't want to cheat on the test i taste a little honeysuckle yeah i definitely get a little honeysuckle yeah, yeah. it has little, it on the nose little, too yeah, the right nose, yeah. mm-hmm. so like a little bit of pineapple yes. that sourness you just that was my next one pineapple mm-hmm. let's see mm. Mm. But it just makes your taste buds tingle. Mm-hmm. A little bit of lemon verbana. Mm. <laughs> that <Nope>. was for Jet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's <Verbana>. a big <laughs> fan. He grows it in his backyard. <laughs> I don't understand that reference at all. When, when I say but. something very, like, out there, you kind of, like... like so you were supposed to roll your eyes, is what And make fun of me, but you didn't. <laughs> it didn't work. Well, if you do it on purpose... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, nobody takes, yeah, nobody takes wine description, <laughs> description that literally. I mean, I, I, I actually do taste it. Do you taste it? I, I, all those kind of lemony herbs, I feel yes. like, yeah. come up. Because there's yeah. a little savoriness mm-hmm. to it, too, at the same time. It's not all mm-hmm. just... Um, there, and a little yeah. bit of cilantro. There you go, herbal. That's wine. the herbal yeah. component. I, I taste cilantro for of, sure. Yeah, so it's that citrus, herbal, mineral, too. Mm-hmm. It's Delicious. very balanced. I think it's very yeah, elegant for what would you a yeah, such with. a... It'd go really well with, like, bruschetta. Like, something with, like, bread. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Anything that needs a squeeze of lemon, you know, like, yeah, I, I would exactly. pair that with because it has that kind of brightness. I, I see it with salmon. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any kind of fat, because that high acid. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we'll cut through the richness of, yeah, of that, that kind pork of Pork chops, even. I think this would be really mm-hmm. amazing. With, I think it's very versatile. Mm-hmm. With like anything. You said. Mm-hmm. So what restaurants can we uh, go to and, and be served this wine? Um, well, you were talking about um, Beckett's Table. I love Beckett's, Beckett's Table. Beckett's Table and their sister restaurant, yeah. um, Southern Rail, have a huge selection There's of only a Arizona wine. Of restaurants. And on Sundays, they're half price. Yeah. Half off. And Sundays, Sundays and Mondays, yay. I think, at, at Beckett's Table, it's Sunday and Monday. It mm. used to be. Yeah. And I think Beckett's Southern Table Rail is only Sunday. Has the best dessert on the planet. Like, oh, the I can't toffee. even make. Oh, yeah, yeah. both no. of them. Oh. The, the, the pecan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've fig, always wanted to make the pecan one. The pecan one is so delicious. He has that recipe, and there's a book. Yeah. Um, that was put out for the anniversary of Arizona, and he actually has a recipe for that pie in there. So Does I've he? always wanted Ooh. to try it. Oh, my gosh, it's so good. And then there's a cherry apple tart with uh, vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's and good. You're making I, me hungry. I, you know what? It's so good. <laughs> let's, and then, let's order in right now. <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> and then they have the best uh, grilled cheese sandwich. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, the, what is It's that hard bread? not to order that. God, it's so good. Yeah, it's really it's good. unreal good. Like, I mean, I want to go there. They're not open tonight, but I want to go tonight. That's right. Oh yeah, they're closed. On <laughs> they're closed yeah. on Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah, so, and or, as, is it Mondays and Tuesdays? Or just, is. There's a lot of Monday flavors. and Tuesdays. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. Because oh, no, I used to do half price bottles on Monday. Just keeps, too, but yeah, closed, closed well, Mondays and Tuesdays. Go to Beckett's table. Yeah, yeah. You're fine. But there's really only three restaurants in town that I know of that have an extensive list of Arizona wines. And one is Beckett's Table and their sister restaurant, Southern Rail. And the other one is F&B. Mm, These it. people took very, very early on, took stand to mm-hmm. support Arizona wine mm-hmm. because they recognized the talent the, and the, the potential mm-hmm. for it and how good it was. And, uh, you know, they're the restaurants that are, have, and, and in the case of Pavle, F&B, when he, and this is what, nine, 10 years ago when he, 
opened F and B. It's more than ten now, I think, or something. Yeah, I can't you know, he took a stand, and his original wine list was all Arizona wines. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yep. This is a guy who has experience with world wines all over the world. Not, uh, but two or three weeks later, there's a full page story in the New York Times Wednesday food section about this. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. So, and now he's a winemaker. Yeah. Really? And he has one of the most yeah. stunning tasting oh rooms God. in vineyard. In fact, it's in that current issue yeah. of Psalm Journal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or tasting panel. I it's forget a, which it's one. Amazing. I so, what in. is your? Uh, you were the editor of, of the Psalm Journal. Uh, contributing editor. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's but exciting. I have a column in Psalm Journal every yeah. month called. Um, Where's the Psalm Journal? Oh, something. There we go. Let's hold it up for the camera. We can hand it to, yeah, there we go. So I have a column called oh, The Sonoran Scoop, where I write about yeah. different things. I think in that one, I wrote about a restaurant How in Sedona. That How did you get so lucky? Um, I was contacted by them, actually, which was really nice because their managing editor is somebody I knew back in Boston. Oh, wow. And as I was talking about that food board, she's a writer, and she actually did a story on some of us. Wow. So it's funny how full circle, and now I work for her. And she's a great editor. Incredible. This is um, Ruth. Oh, Ruth, okay. Yeah. Meredith, okay. Meredith. So Ruth recommended me to Meredith. Yes. And, and then Meredith and I have become great friends. And Meredith since May then. is the publisher, <laughs> editor in chief, and she lives. And now she owns in the Tasting Panel and. And can we hold that one up too? Tasting. Yeah. Taste in Arizona. Tasting Panel. So these are national publications. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. Tasting Panel is the largest industry, ma- yeah. or is it some journal? I don't the know tasting which one is larger, panel. Yeah. And how do we do we uh, how do, how can we find these magazines? Do we have you, to order them online? You have or? to a, um, a subscription, or like if you're in the wine industry, it's free. Okay. All right. So, um, so do you get all these copies? Okay. So and Meredith just moved here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers. Awesome. Cheers. Good. Cheers. Cheers. This is wine month. So this is a big hit. Can we just start wine tasting every week? Oh no, yeah, it's delicious. I have a lot. <laughs> the point is though that. Christina now is is covering local things here in Arizona in national publications. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's a I'm big really, deal. It's, I'm really excited that she gave me an outlet to write about Arizona. So I've covered everything from uh, Garden Bar, which is a, one of my favorite cocktail yeah. places, in the column. I also write features. Oh, so so you're, I, I did read that, that you are also, uh, when there's a, a mixologist or a competition, that you're mm-hmm. also there to judge. Yeah, judge. I like yes. to judge. Oh yeah, yeah the whole, those are fun. The those whole are cocktail fun scene is 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 a big part of the culture too, mm-hmm. which you cover. The mm-hmm. guy from Sanctuary, he's also at FedEx. What's his name? Uh, Christian. Christian. Yes, he's amazing. With yes. The beard. Yes, I think he left Sanctuary. Right? Isn't he? I'm Fat not sure. Here? Yes, that's what he's I said. Fat, Fat yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. people follow bartenders. Yes. Here. I mean, well, he's, they, he's very a great talented. bartender. Yes, yes. and they and talented. they make their own simple syrups. They, nice. you know, I mean, they no. make, they do a lot of their own things to bring a very unique yes. uh, flavor profile. And it, it's interesting how many of those bartenders who have that mind love to cook mm-hmm. too, because it translates well, into those layers of and flavor. And this has happened in the last twenty years. Have become the new chefs. You know, we have celebrity chefs. Now you have yes. celebrity bartenders. But they're also they mixologists. Do. Is what's the difference between a bartender and a mixologist? Well, I'm sorry. Some, You're some the of the mixologists. Yes. Yeah, mixologists is, is the proper some, term. These yes. Some mix, mixologists are. I think it's in, it's become interchangeable yeah. because some mm-hmm. don't like being called a mixologist. Oh, really? Like oh. it's, okay. you know, it's as some chefs don't like. You to call them chef, you right. know. Some just, just like they don't want, right? The, um, <laughs> well, but well, so it's become interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It does and he has a cocktail book out that I have, and it's a really oh, great book. Really? Yes. Okay, I did not know he has a book out. What is it yeah. called? 
good question. Uh, somebody <laughs> Google it right his, now. <laughs> look at his uh, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, go to Chris. Go to my Instagram and go to Christian no, Rollick. Speaking of books, did we show the Arizona wine book yet? Did you hold that up? Oh no, we did not. Yeah. So Pablo, it's kind of neat in that in that book. I have a picture of. Ida, his wife, standing on the ground where it's all tilled. They haven't planted anything right. yet. So when I went to the tasting room, I had her yeah. stand kind of in the same mm-hmm. place just to. And and this, yeah, this was published, right. what year was this published? 19, I believe 19. 2019. Yeah, yeah I thought so. Yeah. It was before COVID, as I recall. Yeah, it was COVID. And as I'm as far as I'm aware, this was the first book to be right. published on Arizona Wine. Right. And then our friend uh, Janelle, Janelle has, has this big coffee Janelle. table book. Yeah, that was a couple years later. Yeah. Yeah, she was on the show yeah. with her big coffee book. And, yeah, yeah. And it's a Isla. big book. Yeah. Isla. Her daughter. Yeah. Her daughter. Yeah. 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 So I know Arizona wines are already winning awards because mm-hmm. a lot of Pillsbury wines have won awards and stuff like well, that. This, but yeah, the same. A lot of awards. Wine. So I think Callaghan was the first one to get um, 90s by Robert Parker. Okay. So yeah, yeah. so there are. Arizona wines that are getting recognition, but mm-hmm. it's still so hard to find them in a lot of restaurants. So I think it's going to take well, the foodies like us almost requesting it. That's like a, that's a it. great point because yeah. when I wrote yes. the book, yes. that's one of the things we addressed. How can we do that? Mm-hmm. And every winemaker said the best way to do it is ask for it when you're in a mm-hmm. restaurant. Yeah. You know, even if they don't cover it or they make a face. Mm-hmm. You know, you put it in their head like, wow, somebody asked for Arizona. Exactly. Yeah, if we were exactly. selling this, people would be buying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because once people realize, oh, wait, there's a demand for this, yeah. they'll start selling it. Mm-hmm. But, they just but, have to know about the demand. But what right. do you do, Christina, if you have a psalm that's anti-Arizona wine? Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, I always say I hear this still, not as much, but I still hear, oh, mm-hmm. I've tried Arizona wine. And I don't like it. Yeah. Okay, there's over a hundred wineries. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, you might have tried. <laughs> you can't have tried more than ten. Yeah. Well, right. You know, and and in the early Good years, the, I mean, the grapes were young. They, right. They, and we it, are it, still it took, deciding listen, what works. And with what some of these psalms, is just I'm sorry, willful ignorance. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's fair. That's very fair. And but I can just know, say for myself. And here's the thing. See, people are comparing these wines to California wines. Mm-hmm. No, right. that's just as bad as comparing California wines to European wines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, they're going to be different. They're well, different it, terroirs. Like Arizona Italian has its own terroir. And so, the price I mean, point, too. Yeah. So, Sam makes right. a good point in the book that I included mm-hmm. where, you know, people, and I get this, you know, they don't want to pay $50 for an Arizona wine when they know this, you know, $20 California mm-hmm. wine. But Sam says, you know, we don't have that heritage of, this is my great grandfather's vineyard. Exactly. Where you can, mm-hmm. you know, this is something, it takes 10 years, I think, from planting your first vine to aging the wine to get your first bottle. So they're not going to be cheap. They're not bargain wines. Well, they, but obviously, they have to make a as they grow, you know, the price point will yeah. come down. But it's, are, not a, it's not a yeah. thing well, where winemakers are just charging more right, for the Right, but it's also it. more of craft, right? I mean, the, mm-hmm. the ones that are... A lot are know, hand-picked. Right. Yeah. It, it, the, 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 the bottles that are, you know, $20 or less... Those are formulated in a lab, right. even if it's a family-owned co- company, because they want that similar profile every, every year. single year. And right. if you think of that, how grapes grow, to make them 
to make the wine taste Identical. the same That's every year is actually kind of odd. It is. You know, it's, if it's you think natural. about it. It's it's right. not natural. natural. Right. That, is just natural. Done, that is just done for the market. Right. right. Again, people who want their wine to taste the same. Mm -hmm. But though these, these, this is most commercial wines are this way, generic commercial wines. And here's the thing. Wine, you always talk about, you always hear about wine is a living thing. Well, those wines aren't living things. There's not a living microbe in those bottles. They're of manufactured. Wine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. And and, yeah. and I have a, a this a is a living wine. That's been there's, right. there's actually microbial right. action things yeah. going on in this wine. And I don't want to diss California wines, but I have a, a friend that's a naturopathic. Um, my friend Karen, uh, and she she won't drink anything from California because she says that the terroir is it has so much pesticides. And through the years, and she says that, you know, it, it gives her headaches. I think the the so she, larger ones, but there's well, a lot. There's a big sustainability. No, there, there well, like like mercury. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I just the, came the, from the Paso, and actually my next um, travel feature for Psalm Journal is going to be focusing on the sustainability yep. efforts. So the sustainable it's ones so, are It's so, so great. great when you go to the vineyard and there's sheep. Yeah. Eating the weeds because yes. that's what they're that's doing. They're using some from sheep. California that are sustainable. Um, LXV many. did it. Um, Ribelli. Many. Yeah. Many wineries in California and here are either certified organic, even if they're mm -hmm. not certifi certified, they may be farming organically mm -hmm. or uh, biodynamically, which mm -hmm. is a whole other love, or there's something called SIP certified, yeah. which is sustainable. And that uh, is, is, at least that many many wineries because like domain drune i know they're very sustainable i've been to that vineyard mm -hmm. i love domain and Drun. i really feel like it's turning yeah, that yeah. way i think more yeah. more and more so yeah there is a lot of a, there's a lot of mm -hmm. agricultural land that is that is ruined mm -hmm. and this is why to get certified organic you have to let that land lie fallow and work with for five years well, that's why you don't want to buy the wine that's only ten or fifteen dollars that's mass produced because those are the ones that well, are depends. not sustainable. A lot of you them. can buy a great wine from France or Spain or Italy that's ten dollars that doesn't have that. But you're not supporting local if if you're getting wines from there. <laughs> but if you want a ten dollar wine, you're not going to find it in Arizona. I'm true. sorry. That's mm -hmm. true. But who wants a ten dollar bottle of wine? A lot of people for drinking on a daily basis. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What does Christina think about that? I don't, I believe that wine is great at any price point, yeah. okay. especially if you like it, then it's a good wine. Really? I'm, I'm like a Even big if it's a of that. I'm not saying you don't drink a commercial made wine. If you like that, if that's your taste, mm -hmm. go ahead. I choose not to personally. Okay. So you choose not to. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I like to eat organic food too. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's just me. And some people don't care about that. Are you into organic? I try. I'm. I would like to be better than I am. Mm -hmm. I'm just lazy, I basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you have you a know. garden, right? I do. You okay. can and I don't stuff. use pesticides you on it. Stuff. Well, you're saving oh, the planet. Good. Yeah. Because yeah. we're here saving yeah. the planet. Well, I'm a one big show at a time. <laughs> or as I like to say, one wine at a time, right? Yeah, one wine at a time. Could I have a little more of that? That's you're really good. I'm really happy, you guys. Emil's going to be very happy that everybody likes this one. This is where people who are Arizona wine drinkers can think about, like, Oh, you could spend ten more dollars on like you know a thirty-five dollar bottle of wine, but it's going to be so much more sustainable because it didn't yes. have to travel hundreds mm -hmm. or thousands of and miles. And it's a real snapshot. It's a snap. It's a snapshot of that year, those growing conditions, yeah. what went into it, as opposed to something that's mass produced and manipulated 
to taste the same. Every yeah, day. so it's a more interesting experience. And then, yeah, you might have to spend 10 or 15 more dollars because it's a smaller production chain. But at the end of the day, it's such a more sustainable option. And it's better for it's your a, health yeah, because exactly. it doesn't have all the chemicals mm-hmm. and all the, you well, know. And anything handcrafted. Pesticides. I mean, there's a reason people pay so much for Maserati. There's a reason or people... Or Pay so much Porsche, for a Porsche because, Porsche, it, Porsche. because it's handcrafted. This stuff they need to in Arizona, right? It, this wine in Arizona, it's all handcrafted. It's done in small batches. It's mm-hmm. probably a thousand cases or less. Right. It's and very so um, the the care that goes into these, the the the, the specific choices of yeasts. I mean, the, these winemakers are actually going for something. They're using the terroir. They're using the taste of the grapes to craft something that's different than anything else out, that's out there. And that's, I think that's where the true wine people yeah. mm-hmm. are looking for, for yes. something that's unique. And most of those yes. winemakers are using the natural indigenous yeast on the right. grapes, too. They're right. Like Rune Wine tourism. is a yeah. big proponent of yeah. natural Rune yeast. Wine is actually off the grid. I mean, the, the winery is off the grid. Did you know that? I did not. Yes. We've got to get them on. It's a beautiful I think, tasting. I've uh, never been there. Both my friend in, in, uh, in uh, Geyserville, uh, Brad, with Mercury. Tell and us about Mercury Sam Wine because you're with will, them. But, yes. Uh, and, and Sam, they've taken their grape trucks and driven around the roads to pick up the natural yeasts. Yep. that came from yep. the area mm-hmm. it, it, it before fermenting. Like yep. that's it's in the air. Yeah. And so it, it, they're not going out and buying right. yeast. Exactly. They're yep. capturing it from mm-hmm. the, what's... It's incredible. Well, it's, it's just such, so fascinating. Yeah. So tell us another minute commercial about Mercury. Why? Well, Mercury, what's interesting about Mercury is, is my, my buddy Brad, we grew up here in Arizona, and he loved um, wines, and he wanted to know how to make wines. But he became interested in wine before... Uh, the Arizona um, explosion, mm. mm-hmm. and so he had a he had a wine distribution here it's called Divine Wines. Oh yeah, and mm. uh, did uh, great. Oh, and I then he I started. I remember them? Yeah, yeah. Divine. He he sold in all the higher mm. end places. He imported uh, just amazing wines. Was it D apostrophe? Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Divine wines. Yeah, and and then. He got interested in in the winemaking, and uh, he had traveled the world learning how to make wine from all these different winemakers all over the world, and so decided that he would start. And so he started with literally, I think, maybe 10 casks in uh, um, in Sonoma while he was still running Divine Wine here, but had was would go fly back and forth and check on them and do all the things, and then eventually um, decided to move there. Um, but he still has deep roots in Arizona. And so. Brad is completely sustainable. Yeah, he's sustainable. Mercury he does wise. dry farming. You need to go there. Um, yeah, definitely. He, I mean, he's he's would road love trip. to have yes, a, a, Let's go. an orchard here <laughs> and vines here to be able to create a, mm-hmm. a blend of Sonoma and Arizona right. wine. So. Uh, just interesting, it, it, just because his, you know he was born and raised here. So and, and let's talk about his river cruise that's coming up that we're going on. Oh, that's oh on the fun. Rhine. So yeah, we're it. going on the Rhine. It's in uh, J- July of 2024. We're starting in Amsterdam, Are you going? and we end in Basel, and it's eight days, and it's uh, this all-inclusive uh, wine, food, beer, champagne. Uh, all the excursions are included. Um, and it's just, uh, and, and he's the, he's the guest winemaker. So they invited him to come on the, uh, on the boat. Oh, here we go. I'm going to pass that back. And, um, so, uh, yeah, so probably half the boats, but 300 passenger riverboat and about half the passengers will be uh, the Mercury wine crew members. 
And, uh, and yeah. all the food is going to be yeah, and, and he's going to be curating the food with the chefs on mm-hmm. the, on and the ship. And meanwhile, you have this beautiful panorama. It, your... it, exactly. So, um, and and uh, uh, Richard was just telling me that um, Sam Pillsbury has done things like this, and there's been some yeah. other. Oh, no, there, we're there calling are, it the Love Boat. There are a number. It's called the Love Boat. Springs does this. Sam has actually done along with Eric Glomsky together. I remember that. They've done couple of cruises. And, uh, I know Sam I know people have been on them. Uh, Sam Pillsbury is teasing about when you're supposed to do a taste. Oh, Kenya, you're just trying to go. <laughs> and you're like, yes. <laughs> and what yeah, is and wrong with that? Is... I'm with you. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so this is called Sassy Redhead. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I love it. You brought, you brought ones I've never tried. Yeah. Yeah. I'm go. so happy because uh, Christina and I talked earlier today and she said, you know, what wine should I bring? And I said, it's up to you. Yes, I tried to bring ones that maybe or aren't easy to find. So this sassy redhead is a really fun, quaffable red. Mm -hmm. And if anybody's been up to Vina Zona, which is, by the way, one of my favorite tastes, two of my favorite. Vina Zona, where's that at? One in Jerome and one in uh, Sedona in Tlaki Paki, that shopping center. And it's run by Ginger McKenzie, who is a sassy redhead. She's a sassy redhead, right? She is. But (laughs) she, it's also a great, um, and it's made by Flying Leap, which is one of my favorites. Oh, I've had this before. Have Mm. you? Yes. Cool. This is so good. Is it? It's like this is one I'll bring to somebody's house because no, I think a lot lovely. of people would like it. Wow. And I think it's Tempranillo. I don't like it. Tempranillo I love it. Base. I've yeah. never yeah. heard this. Again, this has got a, some zip to it. You know, oh my it, gosh. this is this pops the taste buds okay, too. There's good acidity okay. here. What do you, what do you taste? Uh, I'm falling behind. Do, do my thing. You know I love Drink it. up. What do you taste? What do you I taste? I don't taste anything. I I I I still have allergies. Spring allergies. Spring allergies. I taste it's spicy to me. Um, I taste cherry. Dried, a little dried herb. Total dried herb. Mm-hmm. Some pep, definitely pepper. Pepper, pepper, thank yeah. you. I was like, I guess what is that? I some general improvement. My, my, my palate's shot right now. Because I taste a little licorice. If you ever want to explore wines and you're up there traveling, her uh, tasting room is great because she personally curates everything. And you'll find a lot of things you can't find any other place. Yeah, because great. they're so small that yeah. sometimes the winemaker will be the one who delivers them. And what's her name? Her name is Ginger McKenzie. Mm-hmm. And, Ginger! And her wine McKenzie. tasting rooms are so charming. Really? Yeah, they're really... One, um, the one in Tlaki Paki is really sunny. Oh, I bet. But she, yeah. she's... It's like a personality, Beautiful. too. She's quirky, too. So there's I all love these. That. Yeah, it, they're great. You can just spend an afternoon in either of them. And they're small. Okay, what does a bottle like this cost? Retail? I think this is 42 ish. So delicious. So, mm-hmm. It's so delicious. I love it. Oh, it's very good. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I had this at a place in Prescott. I can't remember mm. the place that it was, but I that would definitely make sense. remember. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they support local wineries. Mm-hmm. And that I love good. Prescott. At, and, and, Talk about a burgeoning food and oh. and cocktail scene too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their cocktail scene. I love it. They have like Chet? two speakeasy. What did you think of this style? I'm I've still been uh, you know sipping it, trying to decide what word I would give it. I really like it though. Mm. Very delicious. It's um, definitely got a tempranillo. You can yeah, I can taste the tempranillo. Yeah. It's medium body. Yeah. Yeah. I nice love the zippy acidity in this mm-hmm. wine too. Yeah. So it really it's a you know again it makes the taste buds pop. Mm-hmm. But I th- I think it's it's medium tannins, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's not. not I wonder tannins. if you know because we have such mm-hmm. alkaline soil in Arizona, if that drives a more acid acidic 
uh, grape. Actually, they have issues with acidity in Arizona. Mm-hmm. A lot of wines need to be acidulated. Really? Yes. So that is an, that is mm-hmm. that is depending on where you are, but that is an issue here that's that's not uncommon. Interesting. Yeah, it's Did very you know interesting. That? No. Yeah, I was talking to a winemaker the other day about that. Is there the so does that mean that the, those grapes okay. aren't going to be? Like, means you have to acidulate. You have but to I mean, acid. as a wine grower, would you say, well, tiny. I'm going to yeah. grow more wines that have good acidity without doing that? Well, it's interesting because, you know, especially because we're at altitude, you know, and you have the, the, the diurnal swing. You think that, that one of the, the aspects of a diurnal right. swing is you have this huge temperature gap is that the lower temperatures in, the, in at night help retain acidity. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I was surprised to hear that, that, that they have some issues. Is it in certain areas? I think so, mm-hmm. but it seems to be prevalent down south. Can I tell you, yeah, you know, okay. if, if I was a bar owner, restaurant owner, I'd only have Arizona wines, Arizona everything. Yeah. Because it's it, this is like incredible. Why would why would you? This mm-hmm. would go very well with steak for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it has enough like, structure yeah. that it would mm-hmm. pork roast or I mean, I think it's Everything's like I said, spicy, this would be yeah. if I was bringing a red to somebody's house, you know, this kind of style. Yeah to introduce them, or like Grenache. I think we do nice Grenache. The, the, well, that's why it's really fun to bring something with the, like, the, the name of this, what is it, Sassy? Sassy Redhead, and you'll sassy never redhead. forget it. No, yes. right? yes. you won't yeah. forget it. It's got a great sassy well, label. I, I mean, I, yeah, for me, it's it, the was the, it was the label. As soon as I saw the label, I was like, oh, yeah, I've had this before. Do you guys know any redheads? We have to definitely bring these, <laughs> yeah. this bottle to the... We should have had this one for St. Patrick's. The bottom line <laughs> is that wines in Arizona now, as opposed to 30 years ago, are for the most... You know, it's just a judge, again, in the in the Arizona Governor's Cup wine competition of all these... And Pelican just took top honors, Yes, he right? did. So once again, and Richard so, Bess, you know, the there judge, was, the We judge. were tasting hundreds of wines that day. Were you spitting and, uh, or drinking? Spitting, of course. Yeah, you when you're judging, you you spit. Yeah, you, you know, it's, it's it's not an easy thing to Does do. Trust me. But any, my point it? is that if all the 24 judges were <laughs> we there, <laughs> the consensus was, yeah, every year we get more wine, and the quality just in keeps, general just keeps, keeps going up. up. Yep. That is the reality. So who won? So, that? who did you vote for? Calligan won Best of Show. Okay, which is say in different categories. Yeah, they okay. Okay. So he, his his Morvedra that he. They actually, um, that year, you know, he he lost a vineyard to hail, so uh, he bought that from uh, what's the uh, I can't mem- I can't remember the name of the vineyard. It came from another vineyard though. Well, yeah. I have a good idea. Let's do a whole other show. Oh, yeah, yeah. about who won that. Oh yeah, mm. you'll have agree. to be here, and we'll. But here, yeah. I have one more question. We'll what time? What? How are we doing on time? Uh, Dominic, we got about thirteen minutes. 13 minutes. There's a specific description word. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Richard. But there's a specific description word I'm trying to think of for this one. But the sassy redhead, I can't get it. What about sassy? (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. You're you're looking more like what's on your tongue or what's more on the nose? What about spicy? I'm on the nose. But also, I can taste it, too. It's like almost like... Tobacco. It almost reminds me of like a Caribbean cocktail. I don't know how to describe it. Mm. Like a... Like a Mai Tai? I yes, it. yes. So there's some fruit aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah fruity yeah. aspect. Yeah. I can't pin my... Pin raspberry. I taste some raspberry. Which fruit it is. Well, what's interesting is that the nose is so sweet. It is. But the yeah. but the palate, when you when it hits your it's tongue, a, there's no yeah. sugar whatsoever. Right. That's the, that, that, yeah. that what's really... And, and that's what's really one. nice, because it has that pungent, 
distinctive, mm -hmm. spicy. It ha to me, it, it's like I said, quaffable because I think it has things that would appeal to. Okay, you can know. you dumb it down? What does quaffable mean? What? Drinkable. Oh. Easy to drink. <laughs> I'm learning a easy, word. Easy I'm right. admitting. I'm right. admitting. I Thanks. Now she's going to say quaffable <laughs> in every sentence <laughs> in the next three months. I woke up this morning and I was quaffable. <laughs> <laughs> my my coffee this really morning quaffable. was quaffable. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> What's funny about it is get it's down, true. Get down, get And you know, while Flying Leap has a distillery, too. And yes, they, they do. They have some uh, great yeah, spirits. Actually, we have a lot of great spirits. There's really good spirits. Village of Elgin yeah. has won yeah. mm -hmm. international awards for Tucson their Tucson has making some great whiskey. What's that place down there? Making really Delbach. Good, huh? Delbach. Yes, yep. yes. There's uh, yeah. vodka up in Flagstaff. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. all sorts Gins of things. Grand Canyon. So, so yeah. with the mixology, judging that, who do you find are like some of the best mixologists in Arizona? Well, I love those because I am constantly like being introduced to somebody I'd never heard of. Mm -hmm. and, I love that. and then I'll go and visit them at their place. Because I'm that. like, where did this little girl come from and, you know she just yeah. or or where's this shy guy which i always admire anybody who um participates in that what's the name of that that bar that you go downstairs in that undertow yes still open? except it, well undertow moved to century grand yeah. and that's one of my favorites actually yeah, i love it they still have the thing where you're like in a rail car right yes so, so who, it's this platform 18 mixologist um well jason see. asher and Kaylee Asher okay. are the owners, along with um, he has partners Rick, I mean Rich and um, Matt. Um, so they started Undertow in Sip. Love it. So they've moved it over to Century Grand right next door. So now that there's three cocktail bars in there, it's incredible. and they're all totally different. One is hmm. a train, mm -hmm. like a so have you been there? Vintage luxury train. Right. Okay. One is um, Undertow. I love And I actually town. like the move because the seats are more comfortable. Yes. Oh, really? yeah, the original yeah. location was very cramped. tight. Yeah. yeah. But there's now another bar in there that's still really great. I think it's I forget what it's called. Something Greyhead. Okay. Oh, 36 Below yeah. took Undertow. Yeah, and yeah. I actually went recently, and I was really impressed with... with yeah, so it's still work. a great bar. It's just not Undertow anymore, but... It actually new... feels bigger, too. Yeah, It's, yeah. it's funny the... how they took the same space in it. It's really uh, incredible when somebody takes... It's an art to mix those, you know, what what am I going to put in this next? And it, it's... Or it's just how one little, you know, drop of saline will change the whole thing. Or what do you call that or... when they burn that... What do they do? Oh, the smoke! Like yeah, yeah. Smoke. the smoke. Yeah. I think this one would also go really well with a creamy cheese. Yes, mm -hmm. that's what I taste. Oh, I taste smoke. Yes. Yeah, smoky. this is it's smoky. Well, yeah, this would be great. Speaking of the mixologist, when uh, my wife and I were in Vancouver mm. last week, and we went to a restaurant and we're just chatting up the 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 bartender, and she's like, "Well, I've just come up with this drink, and I and I, I can't think of a name. Do you guys want to try it?" And we're like, "Sure." And so she makes it, and then she takes absinthe and she. Yep. Raise yep. absinthe oh, over the to top that, just to give it that that's, licorice. That's a, yeah, and I had never experienced that mm -hmm. kind of yeah. uh, mixology, yeah, and I yeah. just thought, wow, well, that's a really interesting way to add a different flavor. But that only hit our 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 nose. It but it kind of yeah. like wets your appetite. Oh yeah, and and then I completely tasted licorice in the drink. Mm. Oh yeah, but it, there wasn't yeah, that much in there. That's, but that's that kind of brilliance, mm -hmm. you know, that I'm always like, and that's how what, did they think of right, that? Right, that was the word I was thinking about, brilliance. Because really, to, to, to create these concoctions and mixology, 
it's so unique. Right. It is an art. It's an art. Oh, it's, it's such absolutely an art. Absolutely. It's, it's such an art. Like yeah, I wrote, yeah, I wrote about cocktails before I wrote about wine. Like, to really? me, wine is so much more intimidating. And yeah. because, Not so really. much anymore, right? Because, you, you know, one region has all this info, but um, cocktails now with all the spirits being made. Now you're getting checked. I mean, well, no, that's where my preference is. I love yeah. going to Wait, a really good I, wine bar or cocktail bar. Can I interject here while we still bar. have time? Very important things I want Christina to call, talk about, please. Yes. And yes. that is how, how people are, the stuff that you're writing on a regular basis, mm-hmm. a weekly and monthly basis that people can keep up with what's going on. Uh, well, I, d- I did bring um, a Taste of AZ, which is free. Let's hold that Sign up. up. Well, it's free. Yep, on their website, and it's all local. So that we have a and few you, writers. Right. Um, we all write regularly it for easy. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's going to keep then, you up on restaurant yeah. news, and, cocktail uh-oh. news, And it's news. free, yeah. again, I want to say. So all you have to do is sign up and it'll come to your house. And Phoenix Cooks. Phoenix and then, Cooks. And it's um, well, that's a cookbook. almost sold out. So but that's what I love. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm asking about Phoenix things cook. that people yeah. can... Read that she writes on a regular basis, weekly, like monthly, once. that you so, keep uh, keeps you I up to what's oh, happening. I, I yes. do have a website, yeah. um, right on ruby.com, W-R-I-T-E-O-N-R-U-B-E-E.com. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started, because I just won um, Best Food Website from Arizona Foothills, so now I'm like, I got to I gotta start keeping up yeah, on yeah. that. Yeah. Right I on Ruby that. was one of your first columns, was it not? Yeah, so when... Um, I wrote for the Arizona Wine Magazine for seven years, and then they sold it. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started yes. my website. So, um, and that's when, it's funny how a website made everything, I think. So, right on w- Ruby, is that weekly now? Um, yeah, I update, I actually do a Ruby Tuesdays. Where, Ruby Tuesday, perfect. Where I just uh, photo recap all the places I've been that mm-hmm. week, because I, I used to write about them, but. Sometimes I'll hit eight yeah. places. So now it's just photos and but a little blurb. But what about your Instagram or Facebook? Can and Instagram is all, all that stuff is right on Ruby, Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Instagram. what's the what's the background of right on Ruby? That's a good question. It's, you know, I, looking back, I would have just used my name. But <laughs> ah. it was back in AOL. And oh, I had yeah, you R-U-B-E-E had. The... R-U-B-E-E was yeah, my. Yeah, all right. And then when I wrote on the food board, it was Ruby. Then when I went on Twitter, it was Ruby. And then. <laughs> so it's kind of your yeah. brand. That's kind of good. Yeah, it is you don't brand. want someone to okay. like, find your home. Yeah. Except, yeah. except with Instagram, all that info's out there. Anyway. <laughs> it's not like it can be private. But that that's interesting, though, and I think it's important that you are that you are Richard. writing uh, on a regular basis, uh, so the people can keep up with right. kind of what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, this week, this month, yeah. and what's uh, coming if, up. Right. You know, if you look at Instagram, so we have five that's minutes. Where I had document. a question. Yes, Chet. Talk what was your question? What? Cocktails. You have a, you have a, <laughs> a long time ago, you had a question. Oh, I was just yeah. making the point that I think it's way more fun to go out to a really nice cocktail bar or a really great wine tasting room rather than people that just go out to the local bar and have like, you know, five, you know, gin and tonics. And because you want to explore a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Bit it's way yeah. more fun to experience the flavors and like the, the true passion projects that some of these winemakers or mixologists create for people. It's a totally different experience than just drinking to get drunk. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel bad art. for the people that can't see the difference. Like, it's so much more fun to go out and experience the intricacies of the wine or of the mixologist. <laughs> I love and, what you're saying. You're better off buying two drinks at $25 a drink. Yeah, and, and then, really then getting, then getting four drinks that are $8 Well, And that's each. how exactly. I got started in cocktail writing was oh. a bartender. I remember asking him. I've never, we were going to New York, and I'd never had a Manhattan. 
And he's like, hold mm-hmm. on. And he went back and printed, this is back in the 90s, you know, a thing on bitters. And then he brought out all these bitters he had been making me. <laughs> yeah. And then he told me, you know, when you go to New York, you don't have to order the expensive whiskey for Manhattan. I, he always, I always remember he said old Overholt rye, which is classic. like, an, yeah, classic. <laughs> but so that bartender was the one who really got me into cocktails. Got you excited about so, it. Along this, that's what I did, mm-hmm. and that's where I got into it. Well, it's kind of like you. So can we get... already talked about mm-hmm. Undertow and their uh, mm-hmm. and Greyhound too. I forgot yeah. to talk about Greyhound. Yeah. So what are some of your other favorite cocktail bars in Arizona? I love, I love little question. rituals. Oh, I love little rituals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh I love that, that response. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's like what, that. probably be like one of my top wine. five yeah, favorites. Too. Yeah, yeah. I love every. I love the atmosphere. Oh, and they have a new chef. Mm. So you guys all should run there because now it's it's you can have dinner. You know, it used to be kind of grazing, mm-hmm. but um, full dinner you can get great steaks. He ha- he serves these. Wow. I love that place. Sweet Tell buns with a chartreuse butter. Nice. That's that. like crazy. Where is it located? It is downtown, and it's in the Marriott. I forget one of the okay, like, yeah, small yeah, it's right by or, the yeah, Sun Marriott Stadium. Fort, yeah. Yeah. So how did yeah. you know about my favorite place? Um, well, it's actually right next to one of my other favorite. Oh, bitter and twisted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, took yeah. the words yeah. right out of my mouth. So, yeah. any any new restaurants exciting coming up that you are um, aware of? I just went to Anello. Has anybody been there? Oh, oh my gosh, we're big fans. I had the best we're two dinners fans. of my life. Yay. Big fans. The best I'm two dinners. Like, if somebody has all the money in the world, and you're like, okay, what should I give them? What should I get them for their birthday? It's a dinner. I love that you said I that. I can't pronounce it. And how? Anello. Yeah. I pronounce yeah. it Anello. Like, but it's well, it, like the H is a little soft. Yeah. Anello. Yeah. My yeah. husband's uh, Mexican, so he taught it's me how unreal. to say it. It's unreal. It's the best experience of my life in a meal. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you can't. But he does a la carte now, so it yeah. makes yeah. it more yeah. affordable. Yeah, yeah, they do. Well, thank you, because that dinner was like about $1,200 the last one. I'm like, oh, really? Well, wait, <laughs> because back then you could do three course or yeah. eight, eight course, and the eight course yeah. is so good. Yeah. But wow. what I love about That's them, right. um, I actually so did good. a Psalm Journal story on them. I saw it. The, it's wi- incredible. the wines they have are. No, the wine program they get, is Yeah, the incredible. wine program's fantastic. I, t- I asked Richard, I said, there's somebody I have to take out to dinner for their birthday. I said, thank I you. told you. They have all the money in the world, yeah. billionaire status. What should I, you know, where can I take them? And that's, and he said, bingo. But now yeah. you know you can do a la carte, so it'll be. So what what, can, what would a dinner for two be now a la carte? You know, I don't know. We went to like a special scholarship fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Um, the owner's really, chef owner is really great about giving back Say to the name. community. Ivan Yakubo. Okay. So Ivan, Ivan. And, and the psalm? Um, Ryan Ansel. Ryan Ansel. Yeah. Ryan Ansel. He's yeah. so great. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll bring out the dinner uh, I treated my friend to. Uh, it's just kind of a blind tasting, and he'll bring out a bottle of wine. He'll be like, you know, this is like mm-hmm. a bottle that's mm-hmm. like three thousand dollars, and you get that much wine of it. But that's incredible. When's mm-hmm. the next like, time you get three thousand? Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's exactly. exactly. Right, we what got about so we have one minute. Seconds, no, we have one minute. So in the green room. Dot green. Right on Ruby. Ruby. Or if people want to get a hold of you, Richard. What's your what's your handle? Are you are you Richard hiding Betts. from the? From the social media, he's Richard Betts, and then Deep Chetty, Deep, Deep Chetty music, and Deep Chetty has a uh, music uh, DJ festival thing on the thirtieth at Dark Start. What's it called? We don't need to promote that. Quest, Quest for Booty. Quest for Booty. You can't go. It's Quest for Booty right, on and Thursday. March thirtieth. Yeah, go drink wine. Go drink Arizona wines. That's right. It's Arizona wine month. Save the planet by drinking Arizona wines. (laughs) One (laughs) wine at a time. We need you back. You're amazing. Thanks for having me. You you can be a regular. A lot of fun. Thank you so much.